Welcome to the Financial Advisors Workshop, where Brian Castle, founder of Four Star Wealth in Chicago, interviews the most successful financial advisors in America to hear exactly how they grew their businesses to 100 million and beyond. Before we dive into the interview, please go to financialadvisorsworkshop.com and download your copy of our free guide on how to find ultra high net worth clients. Let's start the show. Here's Brian. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Financial Advisors Workshop. It's a four-star uh, media production, and uh, the Financial Advisor Workshop is designed specifically to get to know our industry and to get to know the top players in our industry and what they're doing and why they're doing it. And we just had a really good conversation with with Brian Sweet, and Brian uh, is uh, one of the senior guys. Now I'm in the industry quite a while, but you're, you're actually in longer than I am, Brian, aren't you? <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're close. Yes. I made yes, I yes. a long time on you. Good. Okay. Well, welcome. Welcome to the financial advisor workshop, Brian. And, uh, and uh, so we were just talking about your, your mission and your reasons for doing a lot of interesting things. Uh, so tell us about your firm and then, you know, how you built your practice and everything. And then let's talk about what you're doing today after that. Yeah, sounds great, Brian. Um, so I've been fortunate to be in this great industry for uh, my 43rd year. And I like to say, you know, I started when I was six, but uh, it's pretty easy to see that's not true. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, started in the insurance side of things back then, and then slowly gravitated more to the wealth management side. Uh, I've been very fortunate to create a really amazing team of 18 of us that uh, we operate in a, a little town of Fairmont, Minnesota, uh, population 10,000, 10, but we do work in, with clients in 35 different states. Wow. So how far is Fairmont from like Minneapolis? Is it nearby or? Yeah, it'd be two, two and a half hours <clears throat> south. Um, if anybody's ever heard of the Mayo Clinic, Yes. Um, yeah. We're on Interstate 90, about an hour and 45 minutes west of there. And okay. that's, you know, another way of knowing where Fairmont is. Seems like a lot of people have heard of the Mayo. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and I know you're just north of Iowa there. There's a lot going on in Iowa. So it's quite a bustling area of the country that a lot of people aren't aware of. Uh, yeah, so um, farming area for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, well, great. So then, so then how big is your practice? How many people tell us about the size, scope, all that? You said 35 yeah, we, states. That's a lot of states. Yeah. So we're just a little short of a billion dollars of assets that we manage and we have about mm -hmm. 1100 clients. Okay, great. And is it really all your practice or are there other advisors? Um, well, we have five advisors total and Mm -hmm. As we've grown, I've just, you know, I, I acquired all the clients initially, and then we've just gravitated by, you know, freeing up my time by getting other advisors to, um, you know, take over some other types of clients. And so mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, you know, the other advisors can bring in uh, new clients, um, but I am still maybe the primary rainmaker. Okay. So they're kind of developing some of their own practice. Have they done that too? Or has that really not been part of the? Well, program? all our clients are clients of Sweet Financial Partners. So to say okay. you know, anybody's got individual practices isn't really the case. We're 
really okay. a team orientation. Um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the advisors get paid on the business that they take care of, but you know, if one of us was sick and we needed somebody to cover an appointment, you know, each of our advisors just jumps in and does stuff like that. So we we'll really nice. try to keep a big team mentality versus, you know, these are the only people that I care about. Right. That kind of thing. That's great. And how big is your, so you have a big support staff too? Yeah. If, if there, I have 17 support staff and then if you add me, we have 18 total. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Um, okay, great. So, um, and how do you guys do it? Do you, are you financial planning based? Um, yeah. Very much so. Um, okay, let's talk about that. Started in the insurance industry, but pretty much all, uh, you know, wealth management, financial planning. Uh, about ten or twelve years ago, we created a trademark process called Dream Architect. Okay. And for all new clients, that's the process that they go through. So tell us about Dream Architect. We talked a little bit about that, but share that with our listeners. So that that yeah. sounds fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's our uh, four-step process that we have clients go through. Uh, it starts with a visioning exercise, and then there's uh, the blueprinting component. And then once we figure that out, then we help them build the plan. And then the final step is maintenance, just to make sure they always stay on track. And so just to you know, be different and differentiate ourselves, we named it the Dream Architect. And if you noticed all the terms or all the steps are kind of like building terms. Right. And then dreaming. And dreaming, good. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, one of the things that we have found pretty consistently is when you're a young person, everybody wanted to be a fire fireman or an astronaut or you know anything was possible. And I don't know what happens, but over time, uh, that kind of goes away and you just let life happen to you instead of make it happen. And mm -hmm. so one of the things we try to do is energize people to make a better life and think outside the box as you only get one, one shot at life. So uh, probably want to make it as good of a shot as you possibly can and kind of reinvigorate those uh, young thoughts again. Yeah. So, um, do you manage money as well, Brian, or do you place money with like other managers and people like that? No, we typically uh, have our own models that we uh, utilize with our clients. And so um, we have some outside OCIOs that we hire to help us the, the proper investment uh, uh, allocations, but uh, we, we typically have models and use a fully discretionary platform. Okay. Okay. And now you've been named to the best in state uh, list, top 5,000 private companies. I mean, you've been listed uh, in, in so many great areas. And so now, you know, you've got incredible credentials, uh, but you've taken it to another level. You've got a whole new uh, training program that you're developing right now. Uh, is that right? Yeah. What we have found is just doing this a really long time. Uh, we found that, you know, we were extremely help, you know, helpful and successful in getting clients to the, the wealth component. But right. one of the things that we found is there were four other things that we continually found clients having difficulties with. And so in wanting to help them overcome those issues, which actually are kind of outside of wealth management, uh, we're creating a 
a new version or a new platform called the Dream Architect Life. Mm -hmm. And okay. so it's got five pillars. The first pillar is wealth, because that's what we've done for 43 years. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're also going to help them with um, the other pillars, which is one is purpose. What we found is a lot of times clients, especially business owners, get so wrapped up and who they are, their job, their title, uh, the people that they got to associate with. And when you retire or uh, go on to your next chapter, a lot of times people haven't planned for that. And there's mm -hmm. some amazing difficulty. You might golf you know, every day for a year and then what do you do? And uh, it gets pretty boring sitting around watching Oprah reruns all the time. Uh, so we've collaborated with lots of different sources to help people understand their why and help them make mm -hmm. that transition easier. Uh, the second mm -hmm. is health and longevity. So if you had all mm -hmm. the money in the world, but then your health wasn't there, what good is the money? And my favorite saying is, he who has his health has a thousand wishes and he right. who doesn't has one. And right. so there are just so many things today that you can do other than take prescription medications or have surgery. Right. And we want to make sure people are aware of them. I know personally in the doctors locally, uh, you know, if you go in for a checkup, the only thing that they tell you is it's kind of like sick care. You know, you go there after you're not feeling good. It's not really preventative. And then it's either here's these medications or we can cut you open and do surgery. There's so much more you can do, you know, body and brain scans. You can do stem cell. Uh, there's age reduction doctors, sleep doctors, and all of those things are preventative. And an interesting statistic is 80% of the people age 40 and older have some asymptomatic issue going on in their body. You just don't know about it. So if you were looking and got the preventative stuff done, a lot of the problems that you ultimately will end up with could have been prevented. So we want to make people aware of that. Uh, another leg is, or another pillar is legacy. So this is just helping people transition their values to their family and or what we have found is a lot of people want to be charitably inclined, but they just don't have the comfort level to do it until they pass away because right. they're afraid that they'll run out of money. Right. And so we want to be able to show them ways where they can actually have their cake and eat it too, where they can enjoy the gifts that they've given, but not uh, necessarily destroy their you know, cash flow and, and methodologies. And then the fifth one is experience. So you get a lot of people that work diligently, work really hard, saved all this money, but that's all they did. And so they never right. got to uh, create any experiences in their life, uh, i.e. they never did a lot of dreaming or work towards their bucket list. And so right. part of the experiences is one is getting them to think a little bit out of, outside the box, get them to think more like when they were a child. And second is just be a resource to help people create amazing experiences, whether they be travel opportunities or uh, just to give you a crazy example, we've got a, a person that literally uh, can accomplish probably anything you could ever come up with. And so one that he did do is um, if you wanted to sing on stage with Bruce Springsteen, for example, or any artist, 
um, this can get done. Now, it might cost you quite a bit to get that done, but uh, we've created these collaborations so that just anything that somebody would like to do, because life's all about experiences. And so the more of those you can have to look back on, the typically we find that's the better life that people have. Nice. So now um, you have these five, five areas that you're going to focus on. How are you bringing this out to investors and to the public? Oh, I know yeah, there's great. a whole program. Yeah. yeah, great, great question. So uh, the platform hasn't been built yet, but we're in the process of finalizing it. But it's going to be a three-day immersive uh, event. There'll be at different parts of the country. Uh, the first one is, uh, we already know where that's at. It's going to be in Dallas. And each one of the immersives is going to cover all five pillars, but it'll do a deep dive in one area. So the first one is going to be a little more emphasis on health and longevity. And mm -hmm. so the people that will attend will get body and brain scans. They'll be introduced to an age reduction doctor. Uh, we'll have a um, sleep doctor there. And then we'll also have, uh, you know, the other pillars uh, and, and people there to talk about that. And then at some point we'll create a version of it where you can actually get this information in uh, like a webinar format or video format so that if you don't want to travel, uh, you'll be able to uh, also get that. But uh, the immersive is the, the first uh, uh, platform that we're building. Nice. So, um... Now, why did you pick Dallas if you're in, in Minnesota? Yeah, uh, Dallas is where uh, the um, brain and body scan doctor is that we're using. There's a Advanced uh, Longevity is the name of the company. I've been fortunate okay. to meet uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Steve Marler, who's the brainchild behind that concept. They've done 65,000 brain and body scans and one of the leading experts in the world on that that topic. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So do you plan to do it in other cities? Yeah, we're going to be doing it all over the, the country um, and, and maybe even to, to create an experience, uh, maybe even outside the United States. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Well, good. And that's something that's very uniquely American. We look at our plans and we decide to do things and it doesn't seem like they're doing that quite around the world, but uh, uh, that's really great. So, Bri, um, how many clients do you think will want to go through this out of your current client base? Um, I think how we're building this and, and you know, there's going to be obviously a cost involved. It, it'll be, you know, maybe the little higher net worth uh, clients. Um, mm -hmm. So I have been discussing it with them in advance so that if they want to, uh, be the first ones to participate in the initial launch of that they can. And uh, so I've actually talked to six of our clients that I think uh, would fit. Um, and all six said they absolutely wanted to participate. Uh, so in uh, this, we'll actually open this up to also non-clients. Um, right. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just information that people need to probably know or would like to know. Uh, but, you know, we're going to offer it to our client base, uh, you know, initially first and, and uh, then we'll, you know, expand from there, I guess. Nice. Now you have a foundation too, right? 
I, I actually created a couple of, of them. Uh, one is oh in honor of my mom. And okay. uh, when I, I was, my mom was divorced when I was three. Uh, you know, my dad never paid any alimony. I saw my dad once at, uh, uh, since uh, three years old, and that was at his mom's funeral, which he left early from. So just to kind of tell you the, the guy he was. Uh, so it's really great that he wasn't part of my life. Uh, but my mom did uh, a lot with a little. And so while she, and she's still living, she's in memory care now. But while she was living, okay. I created a foundation that helps single moms send their kids to college. And then we would then take the kids to lunch and my mom would get to, to meet them while she could. And uh, that brought a big smile to her face. And it's just my way of giving back to my mom for all the sacrifices that she's done. And and then my aunt and uncle were very instrumental in kind of serving a, a role. She was a principal uh, and then he was a business owner and he taught me amazing skills to be a great business owner. And she taught me the value of education. So when they passed away, their, their little town of Blue Earth, Minnesota was uh, near and dear to them. And so I created a foundation that uh, that town can you know use it for whatever purpose to continue to make the town thrive. Nice. And now is that the Roy and Jean Yeager Foundation? Yep, yep that's the Roy that's and the Jean Yeager yeah. Foundation. Yep. Okay, great. Now, all right. Now, now, you said there's a third one too? Well, I, I just have my own that uh, um, I've created where I just, you know, give money out to things that I find important uh, myself. But yeah, the others are really more specific. The town of Blue Earth gets to do what they want to. And then, um, I've uh, hooked up with dollars for scholars and they're the ones that pick the kids and the families that uh, get the college one. Nice. So Brian, when you, when you started the business, um, did you, are you, were you from uh, wealth at all? Um, did you, did you know a lot of wealthy people? No. Okay. So no. you, you started, you started from a, a, a standing start and you built now 43 years, a billion dollar firm with a staff of 17. Um, uh, would you do it again the same way? Can you think of how you did it and what would you do differently? Yeah, <clears throat> you know, to be honest, uh, I, I probably wouldn't do a lot differently because the, I've been extremely happy with the, with the outcome. And, yeah. you know, I always think things happen uh, for you and not to you. Um, so a lot of things happen, you know, and I had a lot of mentors and I've, I've always been a, you know, big thing on learning and education. So I've been study groups and masterminds and coaching things and right. continually do it today. I, I'm, you know, in two uh, masterminds, two study groups. I have my own, you know, mastermind coaching thing. And so, you know, I uh, kind of eat my own cooking, if you will. But what I found is if you know, you, you look at somebody and emulate somebody more successful than you, success leaves clues. And if you just continually do what somebody else has done that's work that you feel, boy, that'd be beneficial to the firm or be beneficial to clients. And then you just keep doing that continually, you know, over it's over. one step at a time. And, and then all of a sudden things tend to you know, tend to blossom, uh, but it, you know, it's definitely not an overnight success, but this, this right. business is, a, you know, the, you play the long game and it's probably the best industry you could ever, ever find. 
Yeah, I know well, we I think many of uh, many of us agree on that. That's that's for sure. Yeah. So so now, you know, you you started in 79, I started in 84. So th that was a long time ago, totally different circumstances. What would you suggest to the the new financial advisor today? So many of our colleagues are new. They're kind of four years in the business, 10 years yeah. in the business. And they, they're seeing totally different things than you saw and I saw. Yeah. What would you suggest to them today? Um, well, I would always look for, you know, to connect and stay in touch with people more successful <clears throat> or to that you would like to emulate. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I would either reach out to them or try to be involved in classes or courses that they're part of. And I, and I would also say, um, you know, attitude will get you everywhere and you got to have confidence in what you do. And cause it, it will show with clients if you're a little bit down in the dumps or whatnot, cause the clients will do really whatever you say, if they feel you're excited about whatever you shared with them. And so creating some kind of a methodology, whether it's positive affirmations or whatever, that when something bad goes, don't look at it as a negative, look at it as either a learning experience or you know, giving you the clues on how to do it better next time. And if you mm -hmm. can develop that skill set, that I think would be very helpful. And then I think people give up too quickly um, so just look at everything that doesn't go well as a, as a learning, but stick with it. And, um, but mm -hmm. you got to work your tail off. You know, if you don't take action on things, nothing will happen. Um, but you're responsible for yourself and, and uh, you just need to, you know, take, um, words and ideas from people that have already been there or, or where you want. And if you can mm -hmm. emulate some of those things, it's, uh, very helpful. Are there any particular tools like financial planning or risk analysis or, or family planning or philanthropy? Any particular, are there, are there any particular tools that you would use now? Would it be financial planning, risk analysis? Would it be family planning? What kinds of things would you emphasize today as the best way to build a business to, in today's market? Great, great question. Um, I think at least this would be my opinion is if you make your uh, re interviews or your discussions with potential clients or clients all about them finding out what their problems and what their concerns are um, mm -hmm. that's gonna that's gonna take you very very far um, because they really only care about themselves and then if you can be the the person that helps them solve those problems or those concerns, mm -hmm. uh, that's really, really helpful. I, I will tell you the one thing that we do do that uh, just really resonates is we do tax planning. And so we, we spend a lot of time on their tax returns. And I will tell you, if you never dig into that subject, the tax returns are done right, but no one does any pre-planning the year before and uh, they miss all sorts of deductions and things that they can do. And you absolutely, because everybody hates to pay too much in tax. And if you can be the person that shows them the savings. What do you think about the investing world today? Any, any comments on that? The market's been really bad. 
what do people do now? Is it any different than when you started or is there a regular pattern you'd follow? Yeah, I would say it's not really any different. I mean, we've always just been a very big believer in diversification. We would use more alternatives today than we probably ever have. Um, and then for our really high net worth clients, you know, a lot of private equity or, you know, private market things where, um, you know, they can't normally get it just off the stock exchange. But um, I think the key is just educating your clients. So we rarely get phone calls when the markets do things. We try to train our clients to look at these market declines as opportunities and not negative. And all of our clients have time frames, So we tie everything to, you know, their dreams or their goals. And so, uh, you know, they're never going to be in a position unless they didn't tell us something or something, you know, unexpected happened where uh, they ever need to take money out of an account when they wouldn't want to. And as long as you understand that platform, um, you know, the long-term monies are not now. And so it doesn't matter if the markets are going up or going down. And mm -hmm. matter of fact, if I got some extra cash, that's actually a great opportunity because I can now buy it at a lot lesser price. And, you know, and if you mm -hmm. have that mindset, uh, you know, you, every, every time the market's down, it's an opportunity uh, to do better versus, gee, things are bad. Yeah. And Brian, do you think we're done with this big decline and the economy is going to start to recover from here? Or do you think there's rough roads road ahead from yeah, today here in August? That. You know, and we're at the end of uh, August here, so I would say, I, I, my personal opinion is we'll probably be a little choppy or stagnant for you know maybe a couple of months, and historically September and October are the worst two months of the year. I don't see that maybe being any different, especially since we've had this little run up since June sixteenth. Um, right. Got the election stuff going on. Um, but I would say uh, I think there's a greater than, you know, 50 percent chance that the markets are higher at the end of the year than they are right today. Um, and I think, you know, we're starting to see some symbols that inflation isn't going to keep going up and that maybe we've capped it and it's starting to make the, the right decline. But, you know, the Federal Reserve still can make some changes that markets may not like, and that could throw that off. But um, so I'm fairly optimistic. Nice. Well, great. Well, thanks for your, your insights into the economy and the markets. So Brian, um, I know our listeners will be interested to see how your program develops uh, over time. And so we'll check in with you later on to see how it is and, and see if others can participate. Sounds great. That'd I'd be great. appreciate you sharing that. Yes. And thank you. Um, thanks for being with us, uh, Brian. If, if there's any other message that you'd like to send to the financial advisors of America, we'll probably have a thousand people see this. And they're all, you're on stage and you're talking to all these advisors right now. What would you say? Um, I, I would probably be just to reiterate something I said earlier is, especially if it's a, you know, a younger, not as seasoned group as maybe you and I, um, yeah. is, you know, use things that don't go well or look at them as learning opportunities and don't look, yeah. them, look at them as negative consequences. So uh, yeah. I have two things happen in my life. I either won and it went the way that I expected or I learned something. 
I never have a failure. And if you have that mindset, it just keeps you energized to keep moving forward. If you take the negative yeah. path that, gee, I flunked, I didn't do good. You know, you stick that in your brain for too long and pretty soon uh, that causes you not to do anything or pretty soon you're out of the industry. So just look at that as these learning opportunities. And I would say if you could do those things and make sure you don't stay in the dumps for more than a few seconds and figure out the way that you can get out, whether that's, you know, saying positive affirmations or whatever it works for you, uh, <laughs> that, that'll be immensely good. Excellent. Excellent. Great inspiration. Great, great advice to everyone. And uh, I tell you what, um, you know, you're, you follow people, follow your path. We're going to have one hell of a successful industry because you uh, clearly have done it yourself. Well, so thank, you, Brian. You. Thanks, thank you, Brian. Thanks for being with us today in the Financial Advisors Workshop. And uh, we're going to leave it there. We will be back with another great interview with someone really smart like Brian and uh, hopefully very inspirational so we can all learn from each other in the financial advisors industry. So thank you, Brian. Thanks for being with us. Uh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the ideas shared here, please subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify and share this episode with anyone you think will also find value here. Please send us your follow-up questions at financialadvisorsworkshop.com. And while you're there, download our guide on how to find ultra high net worth clients. And if you're a financial advisor looking for more freedom, higher margins, and better training, please set up a consultation to hear more about joining our team by going to fourstarwealth.com slash advisors. All right, thanks for listening. And until the next Financial Advisor Workshop, keep on growing, everyone.